Welcome to Holy Savior Sermons, bringing you the weekend sermons given at Holy Savior Church. Hey, this morning we continue our series, Refuel. We kicked this series off as we looked at the prophet Elijah, where Elijah was worn out, exhausted, depleted, and God refueled Elijah for the journey ahead. And we find that, you know, in life, we have those moments where we feel like Elijah, where we might just feel depleted, worn out, exhausted, that we have nothing left, nothing left at all to give. And like Elijah, even sometimes, you know, he crawls under that broom tree, and he's like, Lord, that's it, I'm done. I, I have nothing left to offer. And yet God, in his grace, his love and mercy, refuels us for our journey ahead. Let's go to our Lord in prayer. Lord God, we thank you for the gift of your amazing grace and love for us in Jesus. We thank you that just like Elijah, when he was just depleted, Lord, you also refuel us through your grace and love. We pray this as we hear your word this day, Jesus. Amen. So this morning, I got a question for you, and no, no dad jokes, or no more dad jokes. Um, how many of you have one of these things right here, something like this? Yeah, you know, a smartphone, you know, they're, they're wonderful and frustrating. And I wonder how many of you, have, when you've had a smartphone, have run into a moment when you've been using your phone throughout the day, and you get to that moment when the desperate signal comes on. Low power mode, or whatever your phone works. I mean, I've got an iPhone, so that low power mode comes on. And you, you know what? When it usually comes on, when it usually comes on, it, it, it is a desperate moment because I'm, I'm out traveling, and I've been using Uber in the map program all day long, and I still need to use the map program and maybe Uber to get back home. And guess what? There's nowhere to like to plug in right away. Or I got back late last night. You know, made a real quick trip with my wife to Idaho. She's still there. And, you know, got back last night, and, and I had that whole thing. Because my boarding pass was not printed. I did the whole techie thing. It's right here. And for a little while, I'm like, i got to find somewhere to plug in. Because guess what? It got down from that battery, from the green to the yellow. I said, low power mode. I'm like, this is the only, oh, this is the only proof I have that I've got a boarding ticket. If not, I'm calling Craig and say, hey, Craig, are you going to preach today? Because I'm stuck. You know, the great thing with low power mode, you think about our phones, it's a great invention because it, it takes, you know, that battery life and, and expands it just a little bit more. You know, it takes some of the background apps, turns off the background apps. You know, it takes some more apps and they work a little slower if you're trying to download something. It takes a little longer maybe to download something. Your phone, you know, begins to pull back some of the energy, even the, the brightness level on the phone. And if your eyes are a little older, that's really hard. Because the brightness level dims down. Because that sucks so much energy from our phones. You know, and, and I've traveled, especially if I travel overseas, you know, and not only do I usually bring, you know, somewhere to charge and plug things and hope that it's working in the seat that you're in, but you usually bring some kind of battery pack. Because, you know, life is like that. Not only with our phones, but life is like that. Have you ever felt some moment in life that you're like in low power mode? Well, I'm glad none of you feel like that. I mean, the truth is, especially these last couple of years, there's been a lot that has depleted us, and maybe still is depleting us. 
Even before crazy things with COVID and, and some friction with politics, that's one of the things that we said as we got together with my wife's family was um, no politics, no religion. But we said, okay, that's a pastor. That is, I'm going to, okay. No um, religion and, and no, I forgot what the third thing was. Because, you know, we wanted to, to work things out. But you, you, all these kind of things have made a lot of us feel like we're on low power mode. So our theme verse for this series were the words of Jesus we focused on from last week. These words from Matthew 11. These are familiar words to many of us, and let's read these words together. Come to me, all who are tired from carrying heavy loads, and I will give you rest. For those of you who are tired of carrying heavy loads, for those of you who are on low power mode, and I will give you what? Rest. And as we did that, you know, we said, here's the, 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 the point that Jesus is getting to in this text, in this invitation that he has for us. That Jesus doesn't just, just want, I can't talk this morning, Jesus does, oh man, this just happens when you're tired and you drank too much coffee and your tongue goes faster than your brain. Or your brain goes faster than your tongue. I don't know. Jesus doesn't just want your burdens. He wants who? You. Jesus wants you just as you are, with all of the burdens, with all the sin that's a part of our lives. He doesn't expect us to come to him perfect, everything in life in order, all of you know, our lives in obedience to him. We come to him as we are. Because if we didn't need a Savior, we wouldn't need Jesus. But we need a Savior. We need Jesus, a part of our lives. So this morning, we're going to reflect a little bit more deeply on the words that Jesus spoke to his disciples, and especially on these words from Mark 6.31. Let's read these words together. So he said to them, let's go to a place where we can be alone to rest for a while. Find a theme here. There's that theme that one word is what? Rest. Anyone ever feel like you could use a little rest? Yeah. You know, today's Father's Day. Plus, by the time I got home last night, got to bed, finally fell asleep at 2 o'clock, got to 5 o'clock. That's why I've had a couple cups of coffee this morning already. Um, I think rest is in order. And so let's put this text in context. In this chapter of Mark, Jesus sends out the 12 disciples. If you were with us in May, you know, part of our May series, we talked about how Jesus sent out the 72 and they would share about God's kingdom. God's kingdom is his grace, his love, his mercy. You know, the promise that there's a God who loves us so much. But Jesus also sent out the 12. And they come back, they're excited. They're pumped. They've had a powerful experience in sharing about God's kingdom and in telling others, you know, this is what God's kingdom is really all about. And as they're sharing all this, Jesus says these words here Let's go to a place where we can be alone and rest. For a while, because it says they didn't even have a chance to get a bite to eat. What often happened in Jesus' life is that the, he was always surrounded by people. Uh, they were always wanting to touch them. There were people who were sick and, and dying, people who wanted to hear his words that, that comfort them, that, that helped them realize that there was an amazing God who loves them. So the people were always, you know, pressuring, always asking. And one of the things that Jesus does for his disciples, that we see him do a number of times on his own, is let's step away and rest. 
Now, when we talk about resting, Jesus is talking about resting here. Um, rather than simply recharging, recharging us so that we can um, tackle the, the tasks that are ahead of us, the work to be done, when Jesus is talking about rest here, he has something different in mind. The rest that Jesus has in mind here is not that afternoon nap. It's not that vacation on the beach or, you know, in the mountains or, you know, along a stream. The rest that Jesus is talking here really is, is a Sabbath rest. The Sabbath rest, the rest that God speaks about, you know, when he creates the world. Because God created the world in how many days? Six days. Because on the seventh day, God did what? God rested. And God didn't rest because he's like... Oh, it's hard work, man. I'm tired. I put my feet up, you know, um, sit by the pool and just rest. God's rest was a way for him to establish a pattern for us and our lives. That rest was, you know, we don't work to rest. We rest so that we can work. But ultimately, that rest is because that rest helps us fundamentally view our lives differently. Because fundamentally, then, when we rest in God, when we rest in his grace, his love, and his presence, we view our lives, our problems, our challenges, our busyness, our frustrations, our sin, through God's love for us in Jesus. That rest is more than just a nap. Rest gives us the ability to refocus. That's really part of the idea of gathering here on the Sabbath on Sunday morning. You don't gather here, you know, just to simply check the box, hey, I went to church. We gather here so that we have the ability to rest in God's grace, to rest in, in the gifts that he offers us here this morning in his word and in his sacrament, to rest so that we can refocus our lives, reorientate our lives around Jesus. And it's called who we are in him. The other great thing about this text, and the reason I love this little text in Mark's gospel. So Jesus does what? He says, hey guys, let's go. Let's get a time away. Let's rest. Let's get some food. And do you know how long that lasted? We don't exactly know, but we get the impression that it lasted about this long. Because right after that, it said, the crowds found Jesus and they all gathered around and began, you know, re making requests. They, they, they had needs. And this is shortly after this that Jesus, you know, does one of those feedings of 5,000 plus people. But Jesus is the imitation in the words of Matthew. You know, come to me, all of you who are, depending on your translation, heavy burdened, heavy laden, worn out, tired, and I will give you rest. The imitation that he gives to his disciples as they've been working hard and doing some amazing things is to find rest. It's to find rest in him. A rest that is more than simply restores us, but it refocuses us and our lives. So as we talk about, you know, what that means for us, as we talk about growing in Jesus and, and sharing his love, and that's what we're all about here at Holy Savior. We see, you know, we're going to grow in Jesus and share his love. If we're going to grow in Jesus, you know, we had said last week that one of the ways we can do that is to think more deeply. And we typically do not think more deeply. Because we often kind of just go through life. 
Life is busy. We don't take a lot of time to pause. Some of you are better than others are. Some of you are definitely better than I am because I, if you know me, I don't usually stop and pause. I like to go and 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 go. And But eventually, even I, just like my phone, I get on low power mode. You know, and I realize I need to plug in and recharge. And not like the iPhone or, you know, whatever smartphone you might have. I've got to find an outlet somewhere, you know. I know exactly in my life where I need to plug into. I need to plug into my Savior, the one who gave his life for me at the cross, the one who rose again and defeated my sins, and even death itself, and all the challenges that are before me, that his promise is true, that he is with me, and his invitation is genuine to find rest in him. So a challenge I give you is a challenge I give to myself because, again, it's not natural for me to slow down and, and give some deeper thought. But if we're going to grow in Jesus, it's more than just, well, I've gained more facts about who he was. I've learned more Bible trivia. It's growing in a relationship. And that rest is a time to refocus, especially relationally. So here's the challenge I'll give to you as you go forward in this new week. Take three minutes. Why three? I don't know because... Is more than one, and it's less than five. Take three minutes and reflect on one or more of the following questions. I'll give you a couple questions here. You can do a couple things here. You can jot those down. You can see how good your memory is. You can screenshot them if you want to. You can pass me later in the week and say, Pastor, do you remember the questions? I'll screenshot them so I can say, oh, yes, I do. Plus, I got to screenshot them so I remember to reflect on them as well. But here's the first question. Do I need to affirm the belief that it's okay to be in low-power mode? Now, the reason I ask this question, again, I think it's very human and very North American not to want to admit that we're in low-power mode. But I can tell you, especially at the last two years, I have felt a lot more of those moments when I've been in low-power mode. Am I completely depleted? No. But am I in low-power mode? Do I feel like I need to close a few apps and turn down the brightness and get plugged in? Yes. Especially get plugged in before I'm completely depleted. So the first question for us to ponder is, you know, do I really need to acknowledge that, yeah, this is where I'm at? And that's okay. I can acknowledge that. It's human. I'm not God. I need my Savior. Second question. Who are the important people in my world who need to know that I'm in, that I, I'm, I, which I told you I can't talk this morning. Who are the important people in my world who need to know that I am low on energy at the moment? Because sometimes there's people you need to tell. Sometimes one, just so they can be supportive. Sometimes that they know that there's a reason, you know, not to expect as much from you because you've had to kind of turn off a few apps, reprioritize some things. And third question, similar in some ways, connected here. All three really are connected. Who are some of the safe people I could have a meaningful conversation about how I'm feeling right now? Are there some safe people that you can be honest with what's going on in your life? I mean, part of what we want to do is we're growing in Jesus and sharing his love. We talk about gathering, growing, and going. We want to create this safe place where we can gather together and that we can be honest and real and genuine about what it means to be human today and what it means to be human as a follower of Jesus. You know, as pastors, um, one of the things that 
our district has been doing, which has been great, is they've been trying to encourage us pastors because we too have been through this craziness. The guys, a lot of you are in low power mode. You know what? If we were honest, and most of us actually were at that meeting, we said, yeah, we are. He said, you need to plug in. You need to find that rest. And you need to have some of those people you can go to, whether it's maybe your elders or, or you know, they've got some counselors you go to. If you need to find that safe place where you can be honest and have honest conversation. So three questions. Maybe there's more you can think of. Three minutes. Whether you do it all in one day or spread it out over several days. Just to ponder. And maybe right now you're not in low power mode. You're like, I, I, I'm at 98% right now. Anybody at 100% right now? Yeah, nobody raised their hand. <laughs> but there are those moments. And so the other then, thing we think about is how do I also prevent myself from being in low power mode? And ultimately, the best way to prevent that is that we do take time, like Jesus said, to step away and rest. And ultimately, we rest in him. We rest in his grace and his presence. And resting in him helps us to refocus our lives, to refocus whatever, you know, is before us. and reminds us the promise that he has, that he is with us, that his yoke is easy and his burden is light. So if you're like me, if you have been or are currently or someday will be, which is all of us, in low power mode, it's time to plug in and get charged up. In Jesus. Let's pray. Lord God, we give you thanks and praise for the gift of this day. And Lord, as this is a Sabbath day for us, this is a day for us to rest. It's not simply a time for a nap, Lord, though those might be wonderful. It's a time for us to rest in your grace, to rest in your presence and your promise for us in Jesus. And as we rest in you, Jesus, to refocus ourselves and our lives so that, Lord, we live not from our own strength, but from yours. We pray this, Jesus, in your name. Amen. For more information about Holy Savior, including service times and location, please visit holysavior.org. Thanks for listening, and until next time, God bless.